Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. Two Sundays ago, we began a series of sermons from Acts 27 chapter titled Shipwrecked. The first sermon was titled When Contrary Winds Blow. The Apostle Paul was on his way to Rome to Stand before Caesar. Paul has already appeared before the Roman governor named Festus, where he appealed to him to send him to Caesar. While waiting on his trip to Rome, Festus talked with the Judean king named Agrippa and his wife named Bernice. They ask about Paul's case and King Agrippa asked to have Paul brought before him in order to hear him. After hearing the personal testimony of Paul, of how he once persecuted the church, and after his explanation to Agrippa of who Jesus was according to the Old Testament prophets, King Agrippa said to Paul, do you think that in a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? So Paul and some of the other prisoners were handed over to a centurion named Julius. And they set sail on their first leg of their trip to Rome. Their first stop was a port named Sidon. And the Bible says that as a kindness to Paul, Julius allowed Paul to go and visit some of his friends in Sinai so that they may provide for his needs. And I said to you in that first sermon that we are to thank God for favor. Even though Paul was in the custody of Julius, God allowed him to find favor in the eyes of Jews. And I told you that God can cause you and I to find favor even amongst those who are supposed to be against us. After visiting his friends, the Bible says that they set out on the second leg of the trip to Italy, but... The Bible says that the winds were against them. And I asked the question, have you ever experienced a time in your life when it felt like nothing but contrary winds were blowing against the ship of your life? And I warned us that just because we are Christians, does not exempt us from having contrary winds to blow in our lives. 
The Bible then told us that the centurion named Julius found another ship that was going to Italy and put Paul and the other prisoners on board. And the Bible said that they had difficulty sailing on this boat because the winds were against them. And since much time had been lost at sea due to the contrary winds, Paul warned Julius that it was not good for them to continue their journey to Italy. Paul, in essence, told them that the season wasn't right. And I said in this first sermon that you and I may possibly want to check our season. For it may not be the right season for you and I to set our ships a sail. <laughs> the Bible told us that Paul warned them not to set sail, but they refused to listen. And I asked the question, what man or woman of God has warned you not to sail off into the deep and you refuse to listen to their godly counsel. The owner of the ship, the captain, and the centurion failed to listen to Paul and they sailed out of the port because the Bible said that a gentle south wind began to blow. And remember, I warned us not to be fooled by a gentle wind because winds are subject to change. Just because things are going well in your life right now does not indicate that things will always go well. So then in Sermon 2 on last Sunday, I spoke from the subject, we're going to what? Although maybe it was about two or three here. I thought we're going to make it. After warning the owner of the ship and the centurion not to sail to Rome at that time of the season, they refused to listen to Paul. So they set out to continue their voyage and ran into contrary winds. The winds were so strong that they had to pull the lifeboat on deck and lower the sea anchor. Luke writes in verse 18 that the ship took such a violent battering from the storm that on the next day, the sailors began to throw the ship's cargo overboard. <laughs> and then on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. And from these events, we learned an important lesson. And the lesson was this. Sometimes doing all that you can do is not enough to quell or stop the storm. Sometimes you can do all you can do in your own power to try to quell and survive the storm in your life, and you can still become shipwrecked. 
I suggested that there are some people who can testify that they have had some storms in their lives, that they did everything they could do in their own power, but the storm continued raging. And then I said that some of us have bought into the erroneous theology that just because we are children of God, that God has to answer all our prayers in the positive. But I told you on last Sunday that God does not work like that. Sometimes God will allow us to remain in a storm and even allow our life ship to wreck in order for us to develop the faith that we need to trust him at all times and in every situation. There will be some storms that you will encounter in this thing called life that all of your efforts to survive on your own will not work. To survive, you must totally depend upon God and his power to keep you alive. The Bible told us that when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, that those on the ship finally gave up all hope of being saved. And I said to you last Sunday that when things in our lives continue to rage for the worst, it is easy for us to become filled with hopelessness. But I didn't leave it there. I told you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. And I closed the sermon last Sunday by saying that the Bible said that the Apostle Paul stood up before the man and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. In other words, Paul was telling them, we're going to make it. Don't give up. Don't get out. Even though our ships may have to wreck, we are going to make it. So today, I want to briefly talk to you from the subject, what to know when you are in a storm. Fred, we pick up from where we left off on last Sunday. The apostle Paul stands up and tells the men on the ship, to keep up their courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Notice with me, New Providence and friends, when Paul encouraged the man. 
Paul did not wait until the storm passed over. But in the midst of the storm, Paul told them to keep up their courage. And just like Paul, I want to encourage someone who is here, watching online or listening by the phone, to keep up your courage while you are in or going through the storm in your life. Your storm may end up in shipwreck, but you will survive the storm. In other words, you are going to make it. You may be battered, you may be bruised, you may be hurt, but be encouraged that God knows where you are. Tell your name, that's good news. God sees you and he knows where you are in the storm. Wow. Paul tells the man on the ship, he said, be of good courage because last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And I stopped by to tell somebody that when you are in a storm, just know that you are not alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will later in the text discover that there were 276 other men on the ship with Paul. Paul was not alone on the ship. Now I know that some of us may have people all around us, but we feel that we are in the storm by ourselves. And that is just what the enemy of the kingdom of God wants you to believe. He wants you to believe that you are the only one who's experiencing a storm in their life. But the devil is a liar. And you know what? That is why, I don't know about you, that is why I come to church. I come to church because church lets me know that I am not the only one who is in the storm. Church lets me know 
that I have some company when I am in the storm. Turn your neighbor and say, thank you for being in the storm with me. Thank God for church. Paul tells the men on the ship that his God sent an angel to him. God knew the storm that Paul was in. And I stopped by to tell someone that God knows the storm that you are in. And guess what? He can send you some help in the midst of your storm. Lord, have mercy. He can send a word of encouragement. And I want to know, has God ever sent you a word of encouragement while you were in your storm? <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you, but I believe that God can send an angel to watch over me. I believe that I am never, never, never alone. I believe that the Holy Spirit is ever present with me and that not only is the Spirit present, but I have at least one angel who watches over me. Paul tells the men that God sent an angel who stood by him while they panicked and feared losing their lives. Paul said that the angel said to me, do not be afraid. Paul, you must stand trial before Caesar. And check this out. He says, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. Oh, y'all missed that. Let me say that again with the angel tell Paul. Say, you don't have to stand before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. This brings me to the second point of today's sermon. It is this. When you are in a storm, just know that you need to stay connected to a man or woman of God. Mm -mm -mm. 
check this out. God sent an angel to Paul to let him know that he need not be afraid of the storm. There were 276 other people on the ship. But God sends his word of encouragement to Paul. I suggest that God sent his word to Paul because Paul was connected to him. God knew Paul and Paul knew God. God was going to save Paul because he had an assignment that Paul was going to have to complete. The angel told Paul that he was going to have to stand trial before Caesar. It was God's will for Paul to testify before Caesar. And guess what? If God has an assignment on your life, no matter how great the storm may be raging in your life, God will keep you alive. That is why we ought to stay connected to him. That there are some people, listen to me good, who have disconnected themselves from the gathering of the saints since COVID came on the scene. Some people as a result of the COVID virus have said, I am not going to physically ever attend church again. So they willfully stay home and absent themselves from the physical gathering of the saints. But you know what I've discovered? I have discovered that there is nothing like being in church. I know, I know, I know that we can now watch church on our laptops. I know we can watch church on our TVs. I know that we can listen to church over the phone. But let me say it again, that there is nothing like being in church. And who knows? You may be the one who saves the masses. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Maybe, just maybe, you may be the one who God uses to save others. 
the apostle Paul is told by the angel that God had graciously given to him all the men who sailed on the ship with him. And I want to ask the question, can God use you to save others? Y'all want to hear the question again? Can God use you to save others? Let me answer that question for you. Yes! Yes! Yes, he can. So, ask your neighbor, are you the one? Well, in closing this sermon, the Bible says that Paul encourages the men to keep up their courage. And Paul tells them why they need to keep up their courage. Paul says, I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Tell your neighbor, I have faith in God. And when you are in a storm, just know that faith in God works. You and I would not survive the storms that we have gone through without having faith in God. Come on, somebody. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Even though I may be in a dark place, my faith tells me to trust in the Lord and faith tells me that everything is going to be alright thank God for faith faith is forsaking all I take him and I don't know about you but I thank God That he released to me and to you faith to help us survive the storm. Yeah.
Just know, just know that you're not alone. When you're in the storm, just know that. Know that faith in God works. <laughs> know that God's going to keep you in and through the storm even though your ship may have to wreck. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.